Our guest is Armina Khan. Armina is a Canadian-Pakistani actress who also uses her public persona to fight cyber bullying. Um, and uh, we have two different uh, but very important topics. Um, first, we're going to talk about her experiences of being cyberbullied herself and why she is speaking out. Armina Khan, thank you for joining us. More than a pleasure to have you with us. Good afternoon and welcome. Uh, good evening, Leslie. It's, it's evening here now. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, we love uh, having you. So, so, so first of all, um, I would like to hear about your own experience of being uh, cyber bullied. I've uh, unfortunately, in my position, had some. Uh, I've been a victim of uh, some pretty nasty stuff online, and many people have. But this mm-hmm. has become a huge issue worldwide because the internet reaches uh, throughout the world, especially to people that are in more uh, public positions. And we've even seen some terrible things that have happened to uh, children. Our children take some terrible, drastic uh, measures as a result of uh, cyberbullying. So first, uh, tell us your experiences of being cyberbullied. Uh, well, I sort of, I've been on Instagram and social media for about five years coming up. And um, I joined up when I first started my acting career because obviously your PR teams advise you that it's important to be on there. And um, I mean, it's a double-edged sword because um, with the compliments came a lot of um, criticism too. And of course, I realized that being an actress, I am bound to sort of receive um, an X amount of criticism on my acting and my work, but I wasn't prepared for the personal attacks, um, especially on appearance, um, on my height, um, on the way I look. And so, and I would have bad days. I mean, this is not really you know, you're not really supposed to talk about such things being in the public eye, you know, so the, the protocol says. But um, I just decided after five years that enough is enough, and why do I have to put up with it, you know? I mean, who made these rules? Why do I have to sit there and take personal abuse and attacks? I mean, okay, there is the argument that I signed up for this, but um, really, did I really do that? Because I'm just doing my job. I'm an entertainer. And then I realized that once I put out a post um, uh, sort of addressing my fans and my supporters that this is happening, um, then I realized that there were a lot of other people um, in my position, and they sympathized, and, and I realized it was only at that point I realized the scale of the problem. And... I only truly understood the hurt and um, the damage that can, this can cause to someone's self-esteem and, and cause them to really mess up in real life. So, and it all started because I chopped off my hair. Um, people didn't like it because, you know, in certain parts of the world, your hair is sort of your beauty. Um, in Pakistan, it's considered... Um, beautiful to have long hair and it's a little unconventional for women to go ahead and cut their hair and I did that because I've been brought up with a lot of freedom from my parents and being Canadian and all so I wasn't really expecting that and the kind of support that I had from people was amazing too but then um, and I made I made national news the next day and, and I was surprised at the scale of the problem and um, but 
I think that I was pleasantly surprised at the support that I was getting because I didn't expect that kind of support. But then a couple of days later, I started receiving death threats also, uh, which is very unpleasant because obviously when I travel to certain parts of the world, it, you know, it's, it's never easy leaving your family and, and being there alone, um, working on projects. You know, it's, it's fairly difficult because I'm doing, I'm sort of going the other way. People normally um, sort of come towards Bollywood or, or the West. I've sort of, I'm working in an industry that's developing. So um, I don't really know. Um, I think it, it's, it's, it's a global problem. And just the other day, I, I was reading about this Polish girl um, in the papers who took her life because of bullying. And um, I think that people must realize that when they send that hit button, you know, they need to realize that there's another person sitting there with real feelings and they could be having a bad day. And yes, I'm a little bit more resilient to it because I receive it so often, but then there could be a little girl on the other side who's not really going to take to that really well. So I'm sorry, it really upsets me. So when I see people being bullied online and I see a lot of other actresses uh, being targeted because of the dress or the way they look or something that they've done in their personal life, I mean, who are we to comment in anyone's personal life because we don't know the circumstances? And that's my message, that unless and until you know that person inside and out, you don't know. You don't know their story. You don't know what's going on. You know, everyone's vulnerable, in my opinion, so... Well, when you so some some people, what would you say is the difference between somebody just harassing you because you're out there in the public and bullying? I mean, how do you yourself uh, d- define that? For me, bullying is is defined when you're sort of within the parameters of when you're outside of the parameters of of what I'm actually presenting to them for criticism. I mean, when I act, that's what I'm putting up to be critiqued. I'm not putting my weight, my face, my clothing, my personal choices, my family, my friends. None of those are up for discussion. Well, now, I under, now let, let me say, because I am in the public, I not only am I in radio and write a column, but I'm on television, you know, every week. Yeah. Um, and yeah. as a woman, although I hear you and that's like how it should be in a fair universe, uh, life isn't fair, and women are all women are always judged. I mean, look at magazines, look at TVs, look at movies. Women are all, unfortunately it's terrible, but women are judged. Uh, they're too thin, they're Absolutely. too fat. Whether they got breast implants, whether they're getting old. I mean, just look mm. at like in our own country with our presidential election. I mean, you certainly heard more about Hillary Clinton's uh, endurance or physicalities uh, simply because of her gender. So although you say I shouldn't be judged you know, for anything but my acting, as a woman mm. in that realm, you're going to be. I mean, not that anybody should ever threaten you or bully you, absolutely not, on, you know, online or elsewhere, um, but th- that's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, isn't that to be expected? It is. Isn't it terrible that it, it's one of the byproducts of the job? It is, but... Okay, hold on, hold on, because we got to take a break. 
We'll take a break. We'll come back and you can answer that right after this. We'll be back with our guest and we'll be back with you. Hey, if you have any questions or comments, love to hear from you. Maybe you yourself have been the victim of bullying. What do you think about women uh, being bullied online or in the public eye as Armina, our guest is, or even me? Uh, do you think it's fair that, uh, you know, that our, we're physically, you know, um, you know, attacked um, for our physical appearance? Armina Khan, Canadian-Pakistani actress. We're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Our guest is Armina Khan, Canadian-Pakistani actress. She uses her public persona to fight cyberbullying. She's been the victim of it herself. Death threats, a lot of people attacking not just her acting, but her personally and her physical appearance. Before the break, I asked, isn't that part of the job? Armina, thank you for holding and welcome back. And uh, you had started to respond. Sorry to interrupt. We had to go to break. Please do. That's okay. Um, I mean, why is it okay to attack women? I mean, that's my question. Of course, it's, we're saying that it's to be expected, but why? I think women, as it is, we've, we've got a very tough job on our hands, around the, like all around the world. We carry a whole bunch of responsibility. You know, we're, we're in charge of pretty much everything. Um, so why is it that we're constantly under fire, is my question. Let's take away the acting aspect altogether. I as a woman, you as a woman, like why should we tolerate something like that? Yes, it happens, but that's precisely why I'm trying to fight it because I don't, I no longer want to tolerate it. Yes, I've grown up with, you know, that, okay, you have to tolerate this, you have to take this, you have to take that. I, I say enough is enough. Why do I have to take that? Um, and I'm going to do everything within my power to speak out because wherever i can i'm gonna i'm going to support my fellow females fellow actresses fellow everyone in whatever it is that they're trying to achieve because i think extremists are found everywhere and anyone who tries to uh, stop anyone from achieving anything or trying to stop them or bringing them down or making comments to me is nothing short of a terrorist I'm sorry, you, but that's the way it is. You know, uh, it, it, fo- you folks know. that uh, want to see Armina, uh, Armina Khan, by the way, follow her on Twitter at uh, Armina, R-K-A-R-M-E-E-N-A-R-K. The, the reason I say this is you're, you're beautiful. I mean, you're a stunning uh, woman. The fact anybody would would attack, you know, you, uh, you know. And I, and I actually love the fact that what you're saying is, well, it, it may be a given that this happens, but why can't we change that? It shouldn't of be course. a it shouldn't be a given. Why, you know, don't we change that? And that, you know, that is uh, th- that's that's excellent, especially you know a, a, a young woman like you, um, you know, doing that because it helps girls in the future. And it's not just you know about acting. We have and and people. I lived in Pakistan for a few months. You may or may not know. Yeah. I adopted my son from yeah. Pakistan from the E.G. Foundation. Of course. And uh, and I and I lived in Karachi and. You know, I, I saw there, and you see it there, that body image and body type and, um, you know, uh, almost to an obsessive point um, throughout the world. I mean, young 16-year-olds getting plastic surgery. I mean, everything is about working on the outside and trying to yes. to look like everybody else, trying to be skinnier, trying to be prettier, trying to have larger breasts, whatever it is. And that that's really a shame because the reality is, I mean, and I know some 80-year-old out there is going to get mad at me, but... There aren't that many hot-looking 80-year-olds, right? Um, and uh, <laughs> Jane Fonda's in her 70s. I saw her once, and she's incredible. But 
But uh, the reality is we all, you know, you're beautiful. In 40 years, you'll be a different kind of beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Than you are now. Um, and, and, and that is the reality in that, you know, I have a daughter and y- you want to emphasize other things like brains and heart and the type of human being they are and, you know, and, and the type of work that you do and excelling at that. It's, it's got to be about more than just um, the outside. Uh, Armina, let's take some calls. We're going to start with Reggie in Decatur, Georgia, line three. Reggie, good afternoon. Welcome. Question or comment for our guest, Armina Khan. I have a question for your guest, Armina Khan. How exactly do we stop bullying, whether it's mentally, physically, cyber, or otherwise, from the present all the way on to on on down, all the way to on down? How do we stop people from bullying other people? That's what I'm trying to say. Whether um, it's think, for their looks or anything else. I think that's a very good question, and I've actually been trying to find an answer to it. Um, over the last four or five years when I've just been sitting there, just taking it in, taking it in. Um, I've often asked my supporters and followers, I'm very vocal, by the way, on social media. I'm probably very unique in that way. I interact with my fans, and there is no, I'm a celebrity and you're common, whatever I feel, we're all in the same boat. I want to break that that mold, and I, you know, I, I often question people. And what they often respond back with is that the best way is to ignore it. But then how long can you keep ignoring something? It's not going to go away. Ignoring is not a, it's not a solution. I would say that we can, well, in my humble opinion, maybe we can start off by defending those that we see being bullied um, online. If you see anyone being bullied um, I think you can stand up for them, start defending them, and report the bullies. Um, and I think what our respective governments, they need to do is, is they need to set up special cells where they're, you know, you can go to and, and, and report these guys because the Internet is like a jungle. And, you know, what people wouldn't say to you on the street, they just take advantage of the, um, I guess, the anonymity of the internet and and say all sorts and, and I'd be so surprised if anyone turned around you know and, and said to me that oh you're you're too fat or you're too short or you know you're ugly or, or this or that they wouldn't it's because they know that we don't know who they are so they hide behind the computer screen and, and they're I mean, it's it's a deep, dark world, and I, I also feel that it needs to be regulated, especially on, on that part. So in answer to your question, you know, stand up for yourself, and if you see anyone being bullied, defend them. That's the best way. I mean, and it's interesting, I that it's interesting you say that because there, you know, I've had people bring to my attention, Leslie, you should block this guy, or I wanted to bring to your attention. Yeah. This guy was saying something nasty on Twitter because I, I you know, I – I have what 160,000 followers or something. I of I can't course. I can't seriously read every single tweet. It's physically impossible. Um, and nor True. can my staff and crew with me, you know, do that, you know, as well. Um, True. So, so it's it's very um, it's very hard um, to keep you know up. And it's it's nice to have people out there let you know if somebody is making a nasty you know comment and you know to keep your eye on that or you know the the, the you know the source of that. 
um, you know, that type of thing. So I, I think that's good. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, that whole phrase, it takes a village. Well, <clears throat> online, if, if we're on Twitter or following somebody, we obviously follow them for a reason, whether we like them or we don't. We're watching what they say and, you know, we're monitoring them. But the, mm. the, the reality is we, you're right, we do have an individual responsibility to yes. uh, nip it in the bud because if enough people say, yo, you know, and, and then block that person, the, the, the people do it because they, they, like you said, they hide behind the computer, they're cowards, they get a rise out of somebody, you know, they want mm. the attention, they want to be mm. mean, they're obviously very unhappy in their own life that, you know, or jealous, right? Uh, women oh. are very, I'm sure there's many women very jealous of how beautiful and successful you are. And it's a shame. Look, I, I can relate to you entirely because in my profession, even though I'm on television, I'm not, I'm not in a beauty contest. I mean, you know, I'm there to analyze politics. And if you don't like what I say, that's one thing. But I constantly will get people who uh, talk about, you know, my weight or this. And then there are other things, you know, people don't know. Like, for example, I've been very ill and I'm on a medicate. I'm on a steroid yeah. and I, I've gained like 19 pounds. So when people are like, well, wow. she, you know, she, yeah. she looks like she's gaining weight. It's not because I'm sitting home eating hogging us. There was one time a guy I'll never forget. He said, you're so mm. fat. And I was eight months pregnant. It's like I, I'm supposed oh to be, God. you know, but mm, it's sort of yeah. like I hear you because I'm like, look, I'm not on TV for my looks certainly and and every year every day every minute i you everyone else gets on television women or men um get uh get older but it is unfair isn't it because i mean here in the states and i know that everywhere in canada and pakistan worldwide you'll see like the 60 year old anchor and then on his right or his left you know he's got the two like 20 something hotties so it, it's much harder for women, and we are definitely more of the victims of cyberbullying than men, especially with regard to physical appearance, hands down. And it's interesting because it's 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 the younger women doing it. I mean, I'm what I am about thirty years old, and um, you look much it, younger. <laughs> <laughs> the, the girls don't realize is that one day they're going to reach this age. They're going to get to this age bracket, and. Um, they're going to get there. And one time I was 18 or I was 20, but I never did that to anyone. And also I feel there is a parental responsibility. I feel parents should be monitoring their kids. Um, I mean, I have a lot of um, little girls following me, like they're about 13, 14, as young as nine. And they're absolutely unmonitored. Um, and sometimes it astounds me when they write to me and unsupervised and asking me for advice, you know, and telling me about their problems. And I mean, in Pakistan, obviously, it's very different. And girls, their their problems are, um, they're more basic, um, you know, like, oh, I want to cut my hair like yours, but I can't cut it. And there's a part of me that just says, well, I can't really tell you to go against your parents, but then it's, down to your parents to give you that support. I wish I could sit down with their mothers or their dads and you know, tell them to give that support that they're asking, they're, they're reaching out to me for. Um, I had a young girl the other day, and I'm not going to mention her name. She's one of my, my really close friends, and she sent me um, an image, and she sort of harmed herself. She cut herself around the wrists, and she carved my name, and and it, it, it just upset me so much because, you know, you don't expect that. And, and that, to me, was a cry for help. There's something at home that's that's not right, that she's 
trying to reach out to me for. Um, the support systems aren't there. People aren't being guided properly. There's no one to monitor them. Like people are just handing young kids iPhones and, and iPads, and you know, I've seen kids as young as five being handed these things. And you know, it's internet is it's pretty dangerous, and it's it's a monster of of it's a jungle, and and. I don't think kids should be allowed on there. Um, I mean, it's okay for websites to say that you have to be like an X number or age before you can join up, but it's so easy to do that. Like you can just go around the system or whatnot. For, and um, it just astounds me that, uh, you know, parents don't keep a check on their kids. I remember when I was growing up, um, my dad was so careful with, anyone that I was talking to, you know, he would check up to see if, if I was all right, if I needed any help or, you know, like up to a certain point I had my dad pretty much there with me on the computer screen. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I was never left unsupervised. And of course you have to bring your kids up properly. I know I'm, I'm, I'm being very straightforward, but these are some of the things that need to be said. Um, so parents, please take responsibility for your kids, especially you need to keep an eye on their online activities because you don't know who else might be harming themselves because of something that your kid might be saying to them. You know, so it's quite disturbing. Um, um, it's a good point that you make. I was curious for you because I know the answer for me. Do you feel that women, females, mm-hmm. are more critical of your appearance or men when, when it comes to the uh, online comments? Appearances, of course. Um, I think whenever I see the odd Instagram, um, what are those called? Snapchat filters, like those flower filters. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those, but that's something that's going around. Um, it allows you to alter your image altogether. Like it'll, it'll make your face thinner. It'll, you can make yourself, I don't know, you can add all sorts of embellishments to yourself if you like um and i think it completely alters your image and i see that a lot um everywhere and of course you know we've used it for fun but not to to make ourselves look different um but i see a lot of girls with a lot of um self-image problems they don't feel um that they're beautiful enough if they don't put a lot of makeup on or if they don't put on a lot of filters on so I mean I've I'll tell you what I've I've actually made some um practical I've taken some practical steps against this because a couple of years ago I was offered I'm light-skinned by Pakistani standards and so all these brands um uh lightning creams and whitening creams they, they came up to me they approached me fairness creams to endorse their products and, and I absolutely refused because how can you tell anyone that they're not beautiful just because of the color of their skin and in South Asia this is a big problem um, I've heard of people rejecting um, girls I mean there there's a lot of arranged marriages as you know you've lived there and people will reject you based on the color of your skin um, and that's really, that destroys one's self-esteem. And I've had girls ask me, how can I be light-skinned like you? And I've had to respond saying, no, 
no, you are beautiful the way you are. You don't need to be light skinned. I, I am light skinned. Okay, it's it's a natural thing, you know. Like for me, I love a tan. You know, I love a tan. I, but it's just even in the media, it's, they they perpetuate um, light skin. Um, they love it, irrespective of of talent. Yeah, I mean, it happens that way, not just in Southeast Asians, like you know, Pakistanis, mm-hmm. uh, like yourself, mm-hmm. uh, but also mm-hmm. among African Americans and sometimes Latinas. Yeah. Uh, just, just to make sure we have time, I want to talk about the movie uh, Yara, which translates yeah. to assault in English. It, it, this is the first production for the Pakistani film industry that highlights the war yeah. on terror, and obviously you're a part of it. So, because we just have a couple minutes left, uh, talk to us about that. Yes. Um... I've been part of a couple of films now. The first one was Janan, which released last year, and that was to highlight a positive image of the Pashtun people. As you know, they're not necessarily um, highlighted in the media in the best way. So that was, we brought a film out which was going to to um, highlight them in a positive manner that they're normal, they're normal people, just like us. They're not all terrorists. Um, this is a northern Pakistani people that I'm talking to you about. And um, so I was part of that. And continuing on with that work this year, I signed Yolvar. And um, um, again, it's, it's, it's a war on terror. Um, again, Pakistan has a lot of problems within itself. So it's, it's a message out to all of those people that want to destroy and take away people's freedom. Okay, thank you, Armina. Yeah. Armina Khan, you got to check her out. Uh, Instagram, at Armina Khan Official, A-R-M-E-E-N-A-K-H-A-N Official. Twitter, at Armina R-K, A-R-M-E-E-N-A-R-K. And the website is Armina, A-R-M-E-E-N-A. Dot com. Thank you. Uh, a lot of great work from a young, lovely, yet talented woman. Uh, thank you.